Hi, I'm Daisy Contreras. This week, we're going to do something a little different for Flowcast. I'm joined by a good friend, Stephanie Steele. Stephanie, thank you for joining today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Daisy. So Stephanie and I are both members of the Core Unum Core team, along with Myra Herrera, Sister Beth, and Sister Lori. And we're taking over this episode to talk about Core Unum and share what the group means to us. So one of the beautiful things about this group, Steph, is that you and I have had the opportunity to meet. I left Springfield back in 2019, and I'm living in Chicago now, but you're in Springfield. But despite all of that, you know, we still got to build community through Corunum. And I know that each of us have, you know, we each have a unique story and a reason why we joined Corunum. And I don't think you and I have talked about this before, uh, but I've been thinking about why I joined. And I'm curious, what's your story, Steph? And, you know, what attracted you to the group? I was actually approached by sisters Beth and sister Claire after church one Sunday pre-pandemic. And you know, I it was 2019, I think. Oh my gosh, maybe 2000, like late 2018. Um, no, it would have been 2019. Or anyway, pre-pandemic, because that era is very gray. You know, time does not exist anymore. And so they approached me after church and they were like, hey, there's this really cool women's group. We were wondering if you would like to maybe join us. And at the time, it was on Wednesdays. And so I had been, you know, trying to figure out how to make friends in the area of Springfield. And that's because I live here, like, and I live, I don't know, like 15 miles outside of town. But I worked at the time in Pike County, which is about an hour and a half away from Springfield, about an hour and a half west. So I was like, how do I get involved in the area? How do I make friends? How can I like make genuine connections? Because I didn't want to be going out all weekend and doing the same things that I saw some of my other friends from college do. And I was just like, all right, well, I'll try it. And then the pandemic hit. And obviously (laughs) that halted for a little bit, at least for me on my end, because I lost all of the contact information, which I don't know if anybody knew that. I lost Sister Beth's contact information until I started going back to church when the pandemic was getting a little bit better and probably it's 2022, so early to mid, right after Chris, not Christmas, Easter 2021. And I was like, oh, there's this group and I wanted to join. And I think sisters Beth and Claire were there once again at church saying, hey, we remember you. Would you like to join us for community? And I was like, absolutely. I think that sounds wonderful. And like I said, I was just looking for a genuine connection that didn't involve going like out on the town all of the time. I wanted to be able to forge those relationships where I would be comfortable talking about things like movies and television shows and just sitting on the couch and maybe talking about faith every once in a while or all the time. I I love my faith. And, you know, just not having, 
I mean, I'm in my 30s, you know, as are a lot of the women in our group, you know, maybe some a little bit younger, but 30s and up. And so I didn't want the club scene, if you will, anymore. It wasn't where I wanted to be. It wasn't where I wanted to head anymore. And it wasn't just my thing. So yeah, that I mean, I know that's odd. But here we are. Enough about me. <laughs> what? Why did you join? What attracted you to Court Unum in the group? Like, what were you looking for? Yeah. So, I mean, very similar to you, Stephanie. Uh, you know, when I lived in Springfield, I met Sister Beth actually through work. And there was a time when I just had a lot of questions about faith and religion. And I started exploring and having all these existential questions about life. And during, you know, around that time in uh, 2019 or so, like my grandmother also had just passed away. And I think I also needed a space to explore where my faith and religion fit into this moment of grief that I was uh, experiencing. And I was also looking for community, you know, and, and you mentioned, you know, Springfield isn't the easiest place to find community. And I felt like Core Unum really filled that void for me. There wasn't any pressure, you know, we, we I didn't, didn't feel pressured. It, it was always just like a very extremely welcoming group. Um, and yeah, a place where I could feel like I was, I was accepted for who I am, a place, like you said, Steph, where we can just sit down and, and talk about current events, talk about what's happening in the community, talk about the books that we're reading, and talk about faith in a, in a safe space, which kind of leads me to my next question, right? Uh, you know, we've been talking about community. What does community look like at Corunum? Oh, my gosh. So... Community at Core Unum is literally one of the most laid back experiences ever. Um, like you were saying, there's no pressure to be anybody but yourself. So like you can, it's it's like a safe space to lean into your quirks right. and to just like be the person you're meant to be, which I just absolutely love. And um, I like too that we can have those open, real, honest conversations that are sometimes really tough. And we give people the space to express themselves, their frustration. And like, we might not be able to know what to do in the moment, but as a community, we, you know, we come together and we look for solutions and how we, you know, if it's something we are feeling frustrated on, it's like, okay, we understand that you feel frustrated. What's our next step? What are we going to do next? And so community, it's very open, very welcoming, very much, I guess, proactive rather than reactive because we want to be, wasn't it Fred Rogers that said, look for the helpers? And I feel like Court Unum is just a community of helpers, people that are wanting to, to help the world be better and help young women and women alike, you know, be the best part of themselves or be the best version rather of themselves. Hmm. I, I like that being proactive rather than reactive. Um, and, you know, thinking, you know, going through with that thread of community, you know, what, what do you have a favorite memory so far? I mean, you've been part of the group for, you know, a couple years now. Uh, do you do you have like a memory or something that you want to share that you, when when you think of Corunum, that you think back on fondly? Well, I when I initially read this question, I was like, oh my gosh, I could talk about this or this or this. There's just so many good memories. 
that it's really hard to narrow down a favorite. So, I mean, one of, I guess, one of my favorite memories. So we do a book club, which you get to participate this month. Yes, maybe? (laughs) Yes. No pressure. So we do a book club and the last book we read was The Happiest Man on Earth, and uh, which is about Eddie Jaku, and he is an Auschwitz survivor. And he and probably some family members um, wrote this book um, based on his experience. And it's very short, very, I mean, maybe it's less than 200 pages. But it's very powerful. And we were sitting in the living room and it was probably one of the larger groups we had had in a long time because we were feeling a little bit more safe because the pandemic was on one of those those low points. And we had one of the most powerful conversations like how, you know, how did the Holocaust happen and how can we make sure that it doesn't happen in the future? And, you know, like I said, you know, last question where we were trying to be proactive and not reactive because, you know, one of the things that we talked about that night was that change is made in small living rooms and it's just, it just takes one drop at a time for it to ripple. And so, I mean, it's conversations like that, that are my favorite memories. It's so it's really hard to pin that down. You know, I just there's just something so real and wholesome about that sort of experience. I yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's through our conversations in in in, in conversations and sharing our thoughts on things like that that kind of leads us to like the bigger things and like what's next, right? Right. Yeah. So exactly. What what about you though? Because I mean, we've only been able to meet up in person one time and like that was awesome and I loved it and I hope you get to come mm. soon or we come and visit you. But you were here pre me. So what are some of your favorite memories of Core Unum? You know, I, I it was absolutely lovely meeting you and this summer and spending time at the Karunam house and sharing meals together with Myra, Sister Beth, Sister Lori. I think that's like, you know, something recent that just stands out to me a lot. But if I had to choose like a memory pre-pandemic, I guess I would say it would have to be when I was sadly leaving Springfield to move away for work. I felt extremely, I felt very supported by the community at Corunum. I was actually collecting moving boxes and the sisters, including Sister Mary Claire, were on the lookout for boxes to give me. Uh, You know, it was a very last minute move. So I was scrambling to get packed up. And so when I stopped by the house to pick up the boxes, we realized that they didn't fit in the car. <laughs> so so stuff, picture two petite women, Sister Claire and I rearranging rearranging the car seats with like what felt like a million different ways until we made those boxes fit and we made them fit. It was quite the job. Oh my gosh. That's you can't see my face right now and I'm trying to muffle it because of the the microphone, but It's like adult Tetris and I can picture the both of you and like the frustration, but also the joy in working together. It makes me me giggle. I love it. Yeah. I mean, and I think 
one thing about Corunum is that, you know, we want to keep creating memories like these and meeting other young women uh, in the community. And like you say, Steph, you know, we're in our 30s. Uh, some of the other young women are younger than us. But, you know, we want to keep meeting each other and supporting each other. And so we have some events and activities coming up. Um, is there a particular one or a couple that you're most excited about? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, um, Thanksgiving is not my bread and butter, butter, but Friendsgiving is. And um, so we're planning on having a Friendsgiving celebration here towards the middle of the month. I think it's like, oh my gosh, is it like in two weeks? I'm so pumped about that. Yeah, pretty soon. Yeah, pretty soon. And then we are planning on doing like, you know, some holiday things like Secret Santa. And then uh, a couple weeks ago, we did a Lincoln Ghost Walk, which was awesome. Uh, I'm in the process of getting a yoga instructor to come and do a core unum yoga session. Um, and we're thinking of maybe, maybe doing a yin and pin, you know, so um, if everyone is open to it, of course, doing a yoga session and then following that up with a very short but sweet and painless acupuncture session. So, you know, just some really like fun but like different things. In the spring, too, um, we have plans to help Sister Lori and Beth clean out Sister Lori's, oh my goodness, flower, flower beds, you know, and get those ready for the springtime. So those are some like social things that we have upcoming. And then, of course, book club, shameless plug. Um, right now we're reading, uh, Firekeeper's Daughter. So it's a YA book. It was one of, uh, Reese's book club picks. Um, and it's, it's really good so far. So 10 out of 10 recommend. So I think definitely a lot of different things that for different people, right? Like not everybody might be into reading books, but maybe they're into, cleaning up the gardens come spring and planting new flowers, right? Like there's something for everybody and you get to learn if you haven't done it before either. Yes, absolutely. Hold on just a second. Sister Beth, um, you're getting a telephone call on your... Oh no. Um, I don't... Do you want me to answer it? <laughs> yeah, the phone's ringing. <laughs> Well, I think it's Sister Joan. I don't think she would appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, also, I guess if you wanted to keep this in, it would just be very much court unum. It's up to you. Um, well, other things, Daisy, because like you said, um, there is something for everyone, which is really wonderful and awesome. We do uh, also do some virtual things. Um, for instance, on Wednesdays, on first Wednesdays of the month, we have a Bible study that is virtual for those that would like to join us from afar. Um, right now, it's just an introductory kind of set to get us uh, a little more. It gives us the space to experience it at a lower level. So then that way, when we do our next one, hope we can hopefully delve in a little bit deeper and ask those deeper biblical questions. And then on third Sundays, we have virtual meetings via Zoom, and we've been focusing on 
podcast series. This one that we are doing is the 1619 Project, and we're focusing on social justice through education of ourselves and seeing how, once again, we can be proactive, taking what we've learned um, and what we know to be true, you know, just helping the community. So we do do those things. We've also, you know, have some other, so like I call it socials and services. So it's not just women being social. We're also, you know, giving back to the community and we're serving the community that we do live in. One of the game plans is is that in the winter months, specifically for our January meeting, we're going to be collecting cold weather things for those that are less fortunate. Hats and gloves and coats and, you know, they could be brand new or gently used. It's not just us saying, oh my gosh, this is cool. Let's do this, which is wonderful, right? We all love that part about 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 clubs that we're in and about social groups that we're in, but it's also about giving back to the community that we we reside in, which I think is really awesome. Essentially living out the gospel in a way. You mentioned, you know, a couple of activities where, you know, they're gonna happen on a rolling basis, right, next year. Um and and so finally stuff, you know, with that in mind, uh Let's touch on where you'd like to see the group go. You know, what is our ultimate goal? And I guess I'll go first. Okay, uh, yes, please. <laughs> I, I think I think I want, you know, I want people, young women to feel like they've found a place where they can be themselves and where they can grow and learn from each other. And just as I've learned from everyone during these last three years, and I, you know, I just, I look forward to continuing to, to to see new faces um, in either these these virtual meetings that we have, virtual activities, or in person. When I get to travel to Springfield, I want to see more young women coming together. What about you, Steph? I'm hopeful that with like this, like with the service part and the social part, we can perhaps bring in people that have new and fun and fresh ideas that maybe we haven't thought of as a core team. I think that it would be wonderful, you know, to get some new fresh faces and like, and what people, I guess, may not know is that because we are, you know, so chill, for lack of a better word, um, (laughs) because we are so chill, we're very much open to, you know, a brainstorming of ideas. Like, what do you want to see? What, you know, what would you like to do to help the community? Because there are different ideas in different functions and such that we haven't even begun to to think of or scratch the surface off of. I mean, truly the only way where, the only where, <laughs> the only place to go is is up at this point. And I mean, we've, I feel like with the pandemic, and everything. We've been on some, you know, this is such a wonderful adventure and it's been such a wonderful mountain climb so far. And I just can't, I can't wait to see where, where we go from here. Cause you know, the world is our oyster. Yeah. And and with that beautiful thought stuff, I want to thank you for being here to talk about Corunum and who knows, we might be back here together to chat again at some point in the near future. Hey, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really glad that we we got to do this and got to have a little little chit chat for Flowcast. 
um, Daisy Contreras, and that was Stephanie Steele. Have a great week, everyone. Hi, this is Sister Beth Murphy, Flowcast producer and Core Unum community team member. If you enjoyed Daisy and Steph's banter about Core Unum, I invite you to learn more. You'll find ways to get connected to Core Unum in the show notes at flowcastlisten.org. There's lots more to learn about the Core Unum story and plenty of ways you can get involved. Until next time, so long from me and my Flowcast colleagues, Brandon Durham and Jean Ann Miller. God bless.